Blog Talk Radio. This is Ravinda, your host with uh, NBN Indie Radio, and uh, we are bringing you another great evening with another great guest. Um, we have a wonderful band. Um, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing the name correctly. Ella K. Um, they perform a lot of African and kind of a lot of Find out more about them. So I think I have someone from the band on the line now. Um, is that someone from Ella K. on the line? Yes, you have different members of the band here. You have uh, oh, great. Megan, the sax player, and another sax player, Clayton, and then uh, Josh, percussion, Scott, bass, and Gavin, drum, and Masama, singer. Uh, wow, well, welcome to the show, and I'm glad to have you. Thank you. We're happy to be here. So why don't you um, give us some more information about you, because I, I, I've seen the name around, but I'm not that familiar. So tell me about the band and, and where you guys got started at. Uh, the name is Elie K. 
um, we, uh, that means roots, and we started in uh, uh, really in 2007, and then uh, but before that, you know, we we started another project also, uh, but it was not really LDK um, as we are right now. Um, so um, in 2007, we have the band together. We decided to do an Afro beat mixed with some Togolese music and Togolese traditional music. And that's what we uh, we do now. We just released a new album uh, called AJ AJ uh, with 10 songs. So, um, yeah, that's um, basically what we do. <laughs> We, the, the music itself is uh, is uh, is a mix of uh, some people uh, who know Fela mixed with a uh, mix of uh, some Afrobeat of Fela with some um, high life from Ghana and some uh, Togolese um, body rhythms. Wow! So you all of you are originally from Africa? No, we are not all from Africa. There are um, people from uh, uh, the U.S. and um, um, uh, the, the drama is from Benin. Uh, I'm from Togo, and we have uh, um, what do you call it? Frank from Nigeria, the lead guitarist, uh, who is not here today. Um, but okay. we, 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 we are from the, uh, the D.C. area. Well, that's wonderful. Dan, how did you all come together? Like, did you all know each other before you, you, you know, began to play together, or did you have to group yourselves together? Uh, what, what, what happened is um, um, I put an ad in a city paper, in a Washington city paper, uh, looking for musicians to play uh, African music and, and, and reggae. And so some people, you know, came over and then, you know, also... Um, you know, some friends know, you know, some friends know musicians who love to play Afrobeat. So that's how we came together from the uh, art and, you know, you know, and then, you know, friends who know uh, other musicians that like to play Afrobeat and African music. That's really how we come together. That's great. Now, are you, are you uh, touring or do you pretty much stay in, in one area? Right now we are not. Um, right now we are not touring, but um, we um, did a little tour earlier this year. Um, if I can call it tour, I don't know. <laughs> we play. We play in the region on the east coast here. Yeah. We even play in New York there at Joe's Pub. Uh, right now we close to the end of our year. Um, uh, we have a, a gig in November, November fourth, uh, in in the Washington, in, in DC, in a club called DC Nine. That's going to be the last gig of the year for the band. And then we're going to get together and organize and then um, go on tour uh, to promote the new release, um, AJRJ. So we're really going to be on tour next next year only. Wow. So how is your audience? You know, um, are you, do you have a big following? Yeah, we we kind of uh, I think a new band, so uh, the the following is getting bigger. You know, we start having a lot of people at our shows. Um, uh, around here, you know, we we happy with the crowd that comes to our shows around here. Uh, we tend to have 100 people now at our shows. So we're gonna test the water again in November and see how many people are gonna come to our shows. It's the show in November, mm-hmm. but um, you know, uh, the, the band is having a lot of um, a lot of props now, and then when at Joe's Pub um, in uh, when did we see Joe's Pub again, guys? In August, a month ago, we, we got. I mean, Joe's Pub was packed, was, was packed, and then uh, we play another show in Baltimore. Also, we had about 200 people in there. So, um, you know, we kind of new band, but it's growing. It's growing really fast. So can you describe your music to us, you know, um, like in full, like, you know, what what kind of um, um, what kind of message are you sending out through your music, you know, and what what is it meant to do when people listen to it? 
Yeah, um, the message, the message is really about, uh, about uh, peace, uh, love, and then uh, uh, justice. So that, that's what we're talking about. But, you know, it's mainly about, we, we really think about justice, about um, uh, about politics and stuff. <laughs> so, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, we like to uh, uh, tell people to avoid politicians and, you know, to to not count on them. And, yeah, that's really, that's really what we're talking about in our songs. And, and then how uh, the... the government in Africa really oppressed their own people and then how they got help from <laughs> the Western government sometime and uh, yeah that's, that's that's mainly what we talk about in our songs justice justice well that's a wonderful topic to cover um, <clears throat> how many albums have you put out so far uh, uh, can you say again please how many albums have you put out so far? We have two albums. The first one, uh, was not was just a project um, among three people. That was not really the um, uh, album of the band. We, we were not doing this type of music at that time. And but the second album we just released it in May. And called AJAJ, and that's uh, I can say that's the really first album of the band um, as we are right now. Okay. So now, um, have you performed in Africa? No, we haven't performed in Africa yet. We still uh, we, we are working on it. It's gonna be uh, it's not gonna be easy to get there soon, but we um. Uh, what we what we what we want to do is really um, make a name of ourselves for ourselves in the in the U.S. first, you know, start from the East Coast and then you know um, do the whole you know all the states and you know Canada and then after that we can just go see what's happening in Europe and go to Africa. So, but right now we're trying to. Uh, um, to get things going on the East Coast, really. Uh, that's really, you know, we're going to be touring the East Coast next year, and we, you know, that's, that's really what, what we want to do first. Oh. Well, now, have you um, uh, done a lot of, you know, Internet marketing, you know, like on, on um, social networks and things to get your your name out there? Uh, yes, we, we have... Uh, Facebook, MySpace, and all those stuff. But what we did is that we hired a PR company to promote the album for us, um, <clears throat> because we we um, the the, uh, the internet and the uh, the internet is good, and but uh, we wanted to be like, you know go over the um, social stuff and you know get a uh, professional. Um, PR company to, to promote the album. So we hire a company called Rock Paper Scissors. Uh, we, that is promoting the album right now and uh, promoting our shows. But we really focus on um, on Facebook and MySpace also. Um, yes, well, that, that, that's, that's really how we're trying to put the, the, the word out about the band. And we have a website also, actually, elike.com. Um, where people can go and see a lot about a lot of stuff that are happening about the band. Wow! Now I noticed on your picture that uh, the majority of you are wearing, you know, traditional uh, wardrobe. Is that something that is part of your, you know, your performance style? Do you always wear your traditional wardrobe when you perform? Yeah, since we since we play music from uh, Africa, you know, we, we want to go on stage and wear some African clothes. But it's not a requirement in the mm-hmm. band. It's, uh, it's not a requirement. <laughs> you know, if you see our videos, some people wear African clothes and some don't. But you know, think, you know, if you go to a place and you see a band playing and you see what they're wearing, you can guess, you know, you know, you can guess what they, what kind of music they're playing. So we, it's really important for some of the members to wear the African African 
shares African cruise, but it's not a requirement, uh, you know, but uh, we, you know, and it, it looks great on a lot of people in the band, so I think they like to wear it. <laughs> and some, of, some, of, some of them don't like to, to, uh, to wear it. And then I can tell you a story, and uh, my sax player, Clayton, he, he, he liked to wear an African shirt, but they heard, you know, her, her daughter come to me and say, please don't let my dad wear African shirt because he is tall, he never been to Africa before, and he don't <laughs> look anything like an African. So please don't let my dad wear an African shirt. So, <laughs> so I did ask him to give me his shirt, so I'm wearing it now. But <laughs> Well, I know that um, I haven't seen a lot of, you know, bands like that up on this. And I'm in uh, South Jersey, close to Philadelphia, and um, they don't have a lot going on here with that. But we do have a new um, – uh, well, it's not really a new place. It's a, a, it's a venue called the, the Clef Club, and um, it's located on South Broad Street in Philadelphia. And I know that they do have cultural as well as jazz music shows there from time to time. So um, I'll look into it to see if, you know, you guys can get booked there and you can move up, up this end to Philly. Yeah, what is the name of the uh, – we're trying to play our Philly for a while. We, I mean, our manager is sending emails out. He's not getting any, any response. We try um, – uh, a place called uh, I don't remember the name, uh, but we tried some places there. We tried to play there, but we couldn't get any uh, venue there. So maybe um, uh, we, we're gonna ask the manager to send you an email, and so you can give us a. Uh, or if you can, if you can help, that'd be great. We'll be happy to be there. Uh, uh, well, I could I could talk to the director at this place because it's it's in right in the art district, so it'll be a perfect location. Um, for you guys to perform in that area because we have a lot of, you know, the different, um, you know, places where they have music. Um, they had a, um, um, Philadelphia Music Hall, I think it's called, down there. But this is called the Clef Club, and they have a really nice stage um, with top-of-the-line sound and um, lighting, and they have seating for about 250 people. Um, it's a really nice atmosphere, nice and clean, and uh, all it takes is just somebody to promote that you're going to be there. <laughs> so well, I'll I'll talk to the director and see, you know, if they can do that because they like to have, you know, cultural bands and performances there. They don't do anything with like hip hop or rap. They just do jazz, uh, any kind of world music, cultural music, and um, really good R and B <laughs> and some poetry. Yeah, that would be, be perfect to play there. Uh, we're looking to play yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I'll talk to them and find out what they have available, and then um, then I'll talk to you guys and then, um, you know, see how we can get your book there. That would be something I'd like to see because I know there's a lot of people that would appreciate your music. So um, I'm going to go ahead and put on a track so my listening audience can hear you. And when we come back, you know, I just want to ask you some questions about, you know, um, you know, things that you, you would like to see uh, accomplished with your career. So we'll be right back with Ella Kim. Okay.
I like that. Thank Live you. music. Yeah. <laughs> have you had, um, you know, have you ever had any difficulties in getting to perform in places because of, you know, I guess there's, I've heard a lot of talk about the expense of live instruments. Um, have you ever had any difficulties with that? No, we, no, not at all. I mean, we can, um, we can get an instrument easily. But the main problem is that what, what we had uh, as a problem was to get to the venue because um, when we, you know, we, there's no African or world music club really in uh, in, in DC when we, uh, yeah, in DC. So we had to uh, ask rock venues to perform there. Then at the beginning it was extremely 
music because we don't we mainly don't sing in English and the music got nothing close to rock. So it was uh, extremely hard. But when they gave us a chance, you know, we packed the place and they gave us another chance and people more people came, then it started becoming easy to get venues in DC. So that's how hard it was to uh, perform first when we started then. But now we Accomplishing, um, you know, like within the next six months or so, outside of touring or going anywhere else to perform, what do you want to accomplish? And have you set up any type of strategy to do that? Um, I'm gonna get you um, my um, the sax player. She's gonna respond. Um, <laughs> her name is Megan, and uh, she's gonna. Since everybody's here, I don't want to be the only one uh, answering all the questions. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Hi, this is Megan. How are you doing? Hi, Megan. Thanks for coming to the show. Sure. Well, so you were asking what we want to do in the next six months, and uh, I think Masama was, you know, you asked about whether we wanted to travel and what was going on with uh, albums and such seems like um, the consensus, oh, yeah, we want to get a label, but the consensus is kind of we're going to finish up our shows for this year and then uh, kind of solidify um, some of the stuff we're doing now and maybe create some new material and, you know, make our plans for next year, how we're really going to go out to promote the album. Everybody's nodding, so I think I got that one. <laughs> <laughs> So now, being uh, it sounds like you're the only woman on the, in the band. How was that experience for you? You know, and you're you're playing the sax, right? Yep, yep. There's two. There's three horn players, two saxophones, and a trumpet. Um, and as far as being the only woman in the band, I mean, that's just been my experience up to this point. <laughs> it's pretty normal. <laughs> but um, kind of like having a, a bunch of brothers. <laughs> I never had struggles of my own, but, you know, by being and playing with all these musicians, you know, uh, I get to have that experience in my life. So they're, good guys. they're good guys. Now, have you been with them since the beginning? Uh, no, I'm a more recent uh, addition to the band. It used to only two horns, and I came in uh, around December of last year. Oh, it, was, it used to just be Clayton actually. Then they added a trumpet and then we added me as a third. So now the horn section is this really strong force. So it's really fun to play wow. with these guys. Have you played uh, with any other bands? Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, I would say, yeah, a couple different bands, but... Um, my main, my main band before this was a band called the DC Funk Squad. I kind of come from a jazz and funk background, um, but I'm really enjoying the chance to play this uh, African music. And I think um, I think Clayton has kind of a similar. The other saxophone player has a, he has a similar background to me. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm coming from. Wow. Now, who who writes the the music, you know, and and the songs that you guys perform? Now, we we all do, but as far as lyrics go, that's Masama. So I'm going to I'm going to pass this phone back over to him cuz uh Here you go. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, hi, this is Masama again. Hi. So, uh, now, you're the only one who writes the uh music and the lyrics? Um no, no, yes and no. Uh, I write the words mainly, and then the um, the beginning of the music, I guess. But 
I, when I start the music, uh, what I do mainly is uh, I start up the music on the guitar and I bring it, I bring it in the band, and we all decide uh, what direction to give to it. Uh, so that's mainly what will happen, and then we decide on the arrangement together. If you see on the album, uh, it says, it says, um, um, what, what is the album? Product, production Elike. So there's a way to say that we write production Elike. So it, it does, you know, it shows you that, you know, we all work on everything. You know, it's not only one person that decide on how everything that go. So that that's how we we work. Um, but I I really since these guys don't speak my native language, you know, <laughs> I write <laughs> I write the words uh, and then. Um, but in the future we're gonna have some few more songs in English, um, just to, to mix it mix it up. Now, um, when it comes to playing um, African roots music, do you have other other bands out there that are doing you know similar music that you can you know they're pretty much competing? Because I I don't see it. I don't see a lot of it. I know it's, it happens in a lot of communities, but I don't see it on a lot of places. Do you find that you you have to compete with other bands? Do you mean in this area? Or in general, I mean, in general, I mean, I can, I mean, in this area, there are a lot of, a lot of bands in this area that, uh, that, that play African music, and I don't see that we we really compete because there are different, like in this, in Elike, you have the player of another band that do some Afrobeat, and and he plays in Elike, Josh. The, the band the band name is called is funk art and they they do some uh, Afrobeat too so it's not really a competition there's another band called um, Chapli you know Josh <laughs> playing that band too Clayton also this, the other sax player plays this sometimes and I think they have a show coming on um, August I mean uh, September October second and then our bass player are gonna play for them. And I used to be in that band also, so it's not really like a competition going on in this area, but it's a collaboration. And uh, there's another guy called Chekamala Diabate. He's from Mali. He's uh, a Grammy nominee. And yeah, wow. Josh, you play with him sometime, right, Josh? I just said he never said We play together. So there are different bands in this area where that do the African music. Wow. Now, um, do you normally play in, like, just community things? Or are you, have you been in any huge festivals where they have, like, a lot of bands playing? You know, I know they did something um, in New York over the summer where they had a, over a dozen uh, yeah. reggae bands uh, in yeah. Brooklyn. So are you guys performing in things like that, too? Yeah, um, um, yes, we do. Clayton's going to give Give, give you more answer. Clayton is the other sax player of the band. Here's Clayton. Hi there. Hi, Clayton. Hi, Welcome to the going? show. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're, we've been playing oh. actually a pretty good combination of clubs and festivals. And the D.C. area has a lot of festivals going on. Last um, two weeks ago, we played two on the same day that are, that are fairly popular, and that was really good for us. And, and we've been doing some more... Oh, political or African-oriented festivals. Um, and, yeah, we did a fundraiser for Haiti. We did one that was for the African refugees. Yeah. Oh, which, oh, right, Amnesty International. We had a, we had a club that we did. Um, played with them once, once or twice. Um, so, you know, we try to keep keep it involved politically with the community so that they understand, what, you know, what we stand for and what we're behind. But it's also about having fun with the music, and we found, you know, a couple of good clubs in D.C. that, that are um, supportive of that, and it's been, it's been a lot of fun playing there, because it's obviously a much different thing than it is at the festival. Yeah. Have you guys played in Delaware? Delaware, not yet. Is there anything up that way? I drive through there on the way. Yeah. 
they have some stuff there. Um, I actually lived there for about three years. Yeah. Um, they do a, a lot of grassroots type of um, music. Like you know, it's not like every it's not like everything is on the radio right now. It's like uh, the stuff that just, you got to search for on the internet because they won't play it on the radio. Um, what I'll do is compile some information because I have an associate that's over there now. Uh, I'll compile some information from her, like the lo- different locations that yeah. uh, book people that have bands like music like you, um, and then I'll I'll send it over to you guys because I think that you know you could probably expand a little bit more out of the D.C. area and come up this way and be successful because they're looking for music like that, um, well, especially in Philadelphia. Well, in Philadelphia. That want to that want to hear it, and obviously you know we got to New York, and that was that was fantastic. Um, but you know we're we're looking for any place on the East Coast, just particularly next year. Um, we're gonna try to get expand as much as we can, and any uh, you know any suggestions would be wonderful. Oh, definitely. It, um, I can think of some places out here in Philadelphia because we have a lot of arts um, places. Um, uh, New York, um, thinking in Baltimore too, and um, and then uh, I don't know. I think Atlanta. Sorry, what? Right, Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. I played there several times a few years ago. They have a lot of festivals and things down there, and you know the weather's beautiful. So. Uh, no, my daughter wants to do that. To the same one that didn't want me to wear the dashiki. That's where she wants to do that. I'm very familiar with oh, okay. it's a great music scene. A lot of uh, you know, it's a really mixed mix culturally and mix, mixed um as far as what music goes over there. What Masama? Wow. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I mean that's, <laughs> that's the areas we're looking to, you know, any anything I mean the East Coast anywhere between here and, and New York City and Boston, you know, would be fantastic, particularly if we can we can hook the things together and, and you know, as part of a tour. Oh yeah, because I I know some other bands um, that perform out there. So I have a guy out there that I that I usually um, go to when I need to know what venue is looking for some you know some um, new music. So I'll contact him and see what he's got for me. Oh, great! And, um, Thank you very much. Sure, no problem. Uh, I'm gonna put on another track. This one's called. Um, oh darn it! Where did it go? Uh, let's march. I'm gonna play that. And then um, we'll be right back now. I'm going to mute you guys out because I can hear some interference on your line and it comes through when the music's playing. So when the song goes off, I'll bring you back on. Okay, sounds good. All right. Enjoy.
is um, in regards to a lot of the um, the upheaval of a lot of things going on politically in Africa, um, do you hope that the music that you write and perform brings more awareness to that, you know, to get support and making some changes and things that are happening? Um, it's good. Music is good, but it's not enough. Like, uh, I like to say that. Everybody can get on stage and start saying, I need, you know, change, I need change, and sing about injustice and stuff. But the main thing is to to to, um, to have actions. And, you know, what we do in this band is not, we, we just don't talk about what, what is happening. We, don't, we just don't talk about injustice. Like Clayton said earlier, we also raise funds for, um, organizations like uh, Amnesty International for enough projects, and that, that's what we do. Uh, that, that's how we can help. So, um, again, I, I don't think that the words in the song, the words in the songs only can help, but actions is, uh, is what is really important. And yeah, I mean, yeah, you know. Make people aware, but action is really important too, and that's what we do by playing fundraisers, uh, by raising funds for organizations to have women that have been raped in the, the war in Congo. You know, for we raise funds for kids who cannot, you know, pay the, you know, go to school. You know. So that that's, that's really what, what, what we do. So words are not are good, but not enough. Action is important. Now, do you have, is this program that you're involved with of your own doing, or is this something you participate in? We're not in uh, any program, really, um, but what we do sometimes is, like, we, a uh, few times a year, we decide to do a fundraiser, then we, what we do, we contact an organization, uh, what this year we did work with uh, uh, two, um, but uh, we contact them and then we talk to them about doing a show and then, uh, uh, you know, giving them the uh, the money of the door and you know. So, so that's what we do. We're not we're not involved with any specific project, but because our stuff, we like to uh, we we're really against injustice, so we like a few times a year raise funds. To, uh, to help people, organizations who who work that way. And also we're going to mm-hmm. give songs to uh, a movie called uh, Festival Rwanda. Uh, so, uh, they're going to talk about 
story of Rwanda, the war, and everything. So uh, the movie you know, is going to take one more year to come out, but uh, we're giving songs to them also. Well, that's great. Um, is that movie going to be shown um, here in the United States? Yes, it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be over here, and then uh, I, they are working on it right now. Uh, so uh, I can send you a link to the movie later, um, to the website later. Um, oh, please do, please do. We'd like to help promote that. Um, a lot of things that we do, and other than the radio, is you know just promote you and by sending out. Um, press releases or uh, email blasts to our contacts and, you know, bring you on the show. And if you have other projects and people that you're involved with doing things like that, you know, we are happy to have them on the show as well so we can um, also help them to promote what their causes are and what, you know, things they're trying to accomplish. So please make sure you let them know that we are here to give them some media attention and uh, maybe that will help get more attention to the movie as well. Yeah, I will let them know. Thanks. Well, we have another song. Um, I'm going to play that one too. Now, I'm sorry, but I cannot pronounce this one. <laughs> you mentioned it. I think it's the title of your album, Adjay. Okay. <laughs> I feel bad because um, my ex-husband is from Nigeria, and yeah. uh, I... I could not pronounce a lot of his names. <laughs> so I'm going to put that one on, and then we'll be right back. We have about 10 minutes left on the show. All right. Check it, 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 check it,
Everybody, we are here with Ella Kay, and um, we've been listening to some wonderful African roots music, and I'm really enjoying this. I really am. Um, now, I have one last question for you. Yeah. What would you like to um, express to young people who are starting to you know, learn about African music, and how how would you advise them to to do their research and get involved with it? Um, wow, this is kind of a difficult question. <laughs> yeah, um, the, the, the best thing, the best thing to do is to uh, listen to L.E.K. You know, that's, that's, uh, that's, <laughs> the, <laughs> that's the best thing to do because um, it's going to be easy for people who never listen to African music before to assimilate because it's more kind of mix is not just African music but it's African music mixed with some element of jazz, rock and blues. So that you know, uh, look for LEK is gonna be a good way to go. But at the same time, um, you know, if you wanna learn more then you can listen to uh um Ali Farka Toure um from Mali. And then uh, from Nigeria, you can look for King Suriade or Kela Kuti. And uh, so that, that's, the, that, that's the only, um, not, only the, not the only way to go, but you know, some great musicians to listen to. Um, you know, um, LK, uh, King Suriade, Kela Kuti, Femi Kuti. Uh, and then in New York, you have. Uh, you have Zozo Afrobeat Band in New York, and then you, you have a lot of. You know, the, the main thing is to listen to all those bands in the U.S. for the beginners because it's not straight up African music. It's some mixed stuff which can help them, you know, love the music easy. And then after that, they can listen to really African traditional or only traditional music. Okay, now are you um, actively working with any nonprofit organizations um, to help them raise money for any of your projects or any other projects? Uh, right now, we don't. Um, like, like I said earlier, what happened is uh, as needed, we, we do. Uh, Sometimes, a uh, few times in the year, what we do is we, we do some fundraisers. Uh, we will raise funds for some organizations, but most of the time, we we not like involved in one specific project and 
uh, uh, we like to help a lot, but we're not really involved in just one. Um, that's that's um, we just know that it's, it's really important to help out because, like I said earlier, you know, words of the songs uh, are important, but it's not enough. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on as my guest. Um, I'll get all that information that I have for you um, over to your email, and um, we can continue networking from there. Um, I have a lot of ideas that could probably get you out there more and um, help with some of the causes that you support. So um, I'll be in touch with you on that. But I want to thank you for coming, you and the band, and uh, giving us some great music. And uh, we'll play some more on our future shows so that we can continue to support the band. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say good night to you all. Hope you have a safe trip to your home. And um, good luck on your next show. Thanks. And I look forward to getting you over here in Philadelphia and Delaware and, you know, whatever areas that I can get you on. So thank you so much. Thank you very much. All right. Bye-bye. Good night, everybody. Bye. Uh, <laughs>